Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello. Hello, Russ. How you doing? Good. How you guys doing? Doing great, man. Thank you for uh, joining us today. And uh, Sure. Uh, you know, I uh, was just reading. Uh, I first saw McKamey Manor or your, one of your facilities on Dark Tourist on Netflix. I was intrigued by it. And then... Right. Reading a recent article in USA Today about your 40-page waiver you have uh, participants sign, it says that there could be some uh, shaving, some slapping, some unwanted dental work. Uh, there's been rumors of waterboarding and burying people alive. What, why would people want to do something like this? This is not the haunted house where you get a Tootsie Roll at the end, right? Right, right. Yeah, that's a really good question. Why do they want to do it? I don't know, except that just dealing with all these individuals after all this time, just like in Dark, the guy was a big adrenaline junkie. And we get mm -hmm. those kind of folks coming through, the ones that just don't get scared anyplace else. And they've kind of, you know, they're, they're longing for that time where they can feel that that emotion again, whether it be riding a roller coaster or bungee jumping or skydiving or, or how it felt when they first went through their first haunted house. And I guess they're, they're looking for that again. And that seems to be the kind of folks that we get. Now, uh, just some of the stuff that I, I've, I've read about, I've seen in, in, uh, in the videos you post, which are excellent, excellently produced videos, by the way. Um, oh, thank you. Where, where did you learn this stuff? I know you spent a lot of time in the Navy. Did you torture people working for the Navy? Is this something from a Navy SEALs test of some sort? Where, where did you learn all this stuff? Well, uh, I was in the military for 23 years, and then, then after that I was served as a veteran's advocate working for guys who were separating the military. So I've been, in, I've been with the military for 36 years in one form or another. Um, I learned some techniques. I learned some of uh, my skill set in the military, but it's, I don't consider it torture. Only because if you look at if you look at the reality of what I'm really doing, and, and, and the reality of what torture is, if for say for example, if that was truly really going on, then I wouldn't be here today on this lovely day talking to you guys. I'd be locked away someplace because no matter how, many, how much of a waiver you have or how big it is or how detailed it is, torture is still not allowed in the USA. So, but what is allowed is me using mental control with somebody. I use a lot of mind control techniques. I use a lot of hypnosis. A lot of folks don't realize that hypnosis is a big player in what I do. And when you hypnotize somebody, I've never been hypnotized before, but you can really make people believe really whatever you want to if you're good enough at that. And that's something I did learn in the military. And um, that's something that I use. And so do we really torture? I have to say no. But do we get inside your head to make you believe? Yes. And so that's where it gets really scary. 
so the the difference is is there's a waiver, pretty much, right? Well, there's a there's a waiver, but again, a waiver still doesn't stop doesn't doesn't make torture legal. Is what I'm saying. Okay. So torture torture is not legal no matter where you are, and that's why I say without giving away too much of the smoke and mirrors of the magic behind it, that that we're not torturing anybody. Now, are you doing some rough stuff? Yeah. Are you are you really, you know, uh, with the environment? Are you with dirt and fire and smoke? And are you doing height stunts? Are you within a lot of water and critters and spiders and snakes? Absolutely. But the real so-called torture is going to be in their mind. And their mind is their, you know, is the asset I have in, in the way, in the reason why I can do what I do. Right, because we only know what really scares us. And that's how you, you just seem to dig deep in there. Another thing that intrigues me about your operation, which is by no means, it doesn't look like it's half-assed at all. I mean, this you do some pretty amazing things. If anybody's seen the vi- any of the videos, um, really, you go out all the way. And yet you, you only ask for a bag of dog food because you work a lot with area shelters. You have many dogs yourselves. How do you pay Correct. for all of this? That's a good question because over the years I've put in well over a million dollars of my own money into this crazy little hobby. And it is just a hobby. It's not a business. So that's why I don't, I don't charge. I could charge and I can make a lot of money. But when you charge, well, you're, you're, gonna, you're then opening the door to a lot of other, a lot more scrutiny, you know, coding and zoning of, your space, your area, and it's, it just becomes it becomes difficult. If you watch, there's another movie on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it. It's called Haunters: The Art of the Scare. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a full blown feature documentary, which shows all about the San Diego. It shows me trying to open up legit uh, uh, an operation, and how it got shut down, and how I lost a hundred thousand dollars in doing that. So, uh, the haunt world is a very tricky world to, to make a living in. So either you're lucky enough to, to be successful or you do it because you just love it for the for the art of the whole experience. And that's kind of where I'm at. And so, yeah, a bag of dog food is what it always has been to get you into the manor. And um, so I, I guess I'm the worst businessman in the world. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but where does there's there's got to be some? I mean, do, do you have another job? I mean, it it just seems like you're you're spent. It's the special effects, the equipment, the site, the whole thing. It, it just seems. And you said you were down a hundred grand. I mean, you must have some other source of income. I don't actually. I just have a small um, retirement from the military, which is very small. And luckily, throughout my, my military days, I was able to save. Uh, some money. I have a nice little IRA, and so I just take money out of my savings account to run this thing. So wow. it's crazy. It doesn't make much sense, does it? No, it, it doesn't at all. It doesn't make any sense. Now you, you've uh, recently. No I mean, uh, recently you've. Well, actually, this has happened to you before, but um, it, where your current location is in Tennessee, correct me if I'm wrong. There was a petition going around to have you shut down. People didn't want this place. Uh, in their town, and uh, w- w- what's going on with that now? Yeah, that's not the first time that's happened. 
But, you know, it's pretty hard to shut down somebody's hobby. Right. That's like if you enjoyed, you know, remote-control airplane flying and they didn't like you flying your planes, especially because it's not, in reality, what they think it is. So it's kind of like I enjoy that they continue with these little things of shutting us down because it adds to the, the legend and the lore. But I don't think that's ever going to happen because all it takes is for the officials to come out and really see how the operation works. And they're, they're going to go, oh, you're kidding me. This is how it works? Well, that's a lot of smoke and mirrors, isn't it? And that's not really what we thought it was. And, and you're on property that's saying that you can do what you want to do. It's your area. And it's, um, you know, it's undesignated, as they say. And you're not really actually hurting anybody. And, wow, this is just a hobby. So uh, we're sorry to bother you. So that's kind of how it's going to end if they try to push this. But, you know, people get on their little high horses and they and they run with it and bless their little hearts. But those people don't really understand what's really happening here. And clearly they're not talking to people who have really taken the tour and um, but so people are going to do what they're going to do, and there's not much I can do to worry about that. And it's got to kind of ride out the storm, so they say. You know, have have you sent out invitations to local official officials or any? Oh, any? absolutely! From day one, from day one, when, when I first got here, without even knowing anything about me, they put out this big uh, uh, letter saying, "Run them out of town." You know, it was a, a notice to all the citizens that you guys now here and here's his address and if you don't want him here go get him you tell him you don't want him in your town i mean it was it was crazy hmm. and uh, i had i had a, a bullseye on my back and i invited out the county commissioner because he's the one that started this whole letter thing up and and the district attorney and all law enforcement and every show any show i do I tell them, you guys are welcome to come out here unannounced anytime you want. Bring your cameras with you. Bring anyone to come watch. But they never take me up on it. Nobody has ever even been out here to see a real show. <laughs> so, you know, they make all this big hubbub about everything, but they won't take the time to even come out and even talk to me. You know, the county commissioner, the one who put out that, that really ugly hate letter, he's still, to this day, three years later, has never spoken to me. He knows nothing about what the manner is, or how, or how you know how it really works. Right. So that's a little bit frust- that's a little bit frustrating. Wow. But yeah, I, I make that I make that offer every single show. Wow. Well, Russ McCamey, thank you for uh, for joining us. Uh, you know, is there still a twenty thousand person waiting list to to get into the McCamey Manor? Yes, more than that now. And let, and let me say to your folks out there listening that if they're curious about watching the live feeds or if they want to join the group and become a member all they got to do is go on facebook and type in mckamey manor look for the group that's got like twenty-one thousand people in there and then uh join the group and then then reach out to one of the admins or moderators about taking a tour and then we can start the screening process on you and uh see if you can get in and Take this fun show, and it really is fun. I know it doesn't look like it's fun, but actually, <laughs> yeah. in reality, is a lot of fun. All right. Well, th- I know that uh, the first thing that you'd tell me that I wouldn't even set foot in the house is just by telling me there's no coffee. I'd just be like, "That's it. That's yeah. that's <laughs> the that's my biggest fear ever is that there's no more coffee. Um, but, no coffee. Yeah, no coffee. No coffee. But true. Russ, uh, Russ McCamey, <laughs> thank you very much.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.